Podcast Fresh. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Game Flow Podcast under the Podcast Fresh Network. I am your host, Ryan Mello, and yes, I know it's been a while, but nobody panic. I'm back. God damn it. Uh, no. <laughs> Big day for video games, uh, and that is why I'm doing this. I decided to strike while the iron is hot. Um, man, yeah, Nintendo offering up a Nintendo Direct, the rumored and fabled Nintendo Direct that we've been hearing about for months. Did it deliver? We'll see. And also, Sony offering up a state of play that I didn't hear about until last night. So this was kind of surprising, but, you know, a nice little treat on the side there, uh, wrapped up about 45 minutes ago. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's just dig into it. But before we do, follow our Instagram at PodcastFresh, our Twitter at PodcastFreshTO, and write into us at PodcastFresh2020 at gmail.com where we will read your comments, questions, whatever it is, on the Podcast Fresh Cafe. All right, guys, let's get into this. All right, so let's start with Nintendo. Um, Easily a very... um, a, A show that had a lot of expectations going in. Me, I have learned to not have expectations of that magnitude so i wasn't too disappointed with what was shown today other people might say otherwise but it is what it is you gotta have your expectations in check all these leaks all these rumors beforehand do you no good and uh you know it's it is fun to speculate i'm not saying that but just go in just go in with a clear mind because you you'll never know like you could be expecting the world and just not you're not going to get exactly what you're looking for in these things. And if you do, that's amazing. But just know that, you know, seven times out of ten, that's not the case. Maybe even eight or nine times out of ten. Um, so, yeah, let's just get into this. Nintendo started off by announcing a new Fire Emblem game, Fire Emblem Engage, which looks pretty cool. Honestly, the art style really has my attention. I think it looks really nice. Um, I'm not a Fire Emblem guy at all. I mean, my only exposure to it, obviously, like most people, is on was when you played Super Smash Bros. Melee back in the day, and Marth and Roy were the characters, the sword characters. You've never seen them before, but they looked so cool. Um, and then I tried one of the games later on, but uh, tactical RPGs are not for me. I prefer like turn-based or even action. Um, but, but the tactical stuff I find very hard to, to really get into, but, um, I, I respect the series a lot. I know it's got a long lineage and it's got a lot of fans and now more than ever, it's super popular. So it definitely, um, it, it deserves to be here for sure. Um, so I'm just gonna, I I can't go through every game announced today that we're going to be here for hours. So I'm just going to go through every game, but I'm just going to list them off. The ones I'm really excited about, I'll spend some time on. All right. Okay, so Fire Emblem, that was the first one. Next we had It Takes Two. That's coming out November 4th. I played It, Take, uh, it Takes Two with my wife on the PlayStation 4 uh, last year or the year before that. And I gotta say, 
it really sets the bar pretty high for co-op games. I really think it was like one of the craziest experiences ever. Um, it won Game of the Year, I believe, and I think it totally deserves that, even though these awards are whatever. Um, but no, it's a really solid game. If you have, it's even better if you have like a significant other to play it with, just because the story revolves around a married couple who are, who just can't get their 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 shit together, and uh, they have a daughter who's like kind of you know the the bond and all that, and then it, it, basically they get turned into dolls and they're trying to like figure out a way to get turned back into to humans, right? And the levels are very. Uh, very diverse, but, like, you'll explore the attic, and then all of a sudden you're underground, like, in the tree root system, or you're, like, you know, flying around outside their house, or you're in the house, you're in the daughter's playroom. They are very creative with what they do here, and I think that it is one of the most underrated games of the last, I don't know, five, ten years, just because even though it has critical acclaim, a lot of people I talk to don't even know what this is. So... I encourage everybody, if you couldn't play It Takes Two up to now, uh, you will not be disappointed. It's solid. Um, after that, Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse got announced. That's 2023. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, the Wave 2 DLC for its expansion pass. That comes out October 13th. SpongeBob the Cosmic Shake. That's just 2023. Uh, this looks similar to the other one, uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom, the rem- remaster, remake, whatever it was. Um, so if you like that, this is probably a better alternative. I don't know. Uh, looks like a more solid game. Then we got Fitness Boxing Fist of the North Star. This is some kind of crossover. This is ridiculous because Fist of the North Star, obviously, old series, been around for a while. And now it's like a boxing gimmick. That's all right. That's March 2023. Then we got Oddballers. It's a dodgeball game that, like, you can throw anything, like propane tanks and stuff. It, it It's, like, in the same vein of, like, Fall Guys, the way it looks, but less, like, much more of a lower budget. Uh, but it could be fun. Who knows? Then we got, uh, oh, man, a game I'm kind of looking forward to, Tunic. Tunic's finally leaving uh, Xbox. <laughs> finally coming to the Switch. Um, I'm not sure if you can play it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not sure if, if you could play it anywhere else, but that's coming out September 27th, and I'm really hyped up for that. Obviously, I'm a big Zelda fan. Everybody here that listens to the show knows this, and this looks like classic Zelda, so I'm definitely going to take a look at that. Uh, then we got the Front Mission games. Front Mission first. That's coming out in November. Front Mission 2 uh, remastered. That's coming out summer 2023. And uh, Front Mission 3, that's getting remastered in, uh, they just said the f- in the future. They didn't give a specific timeline, so that's pretty cool if you're a, a, um, a fan of those series. Up next, we got Story of Seasons, that's coming out summer 2023. Let me just set the, the mood right now that this is one of many disappointments to me, and I'll get into it later. Uh, Gear Grub Fun. That is the theme of the next, or I think the first Splatfest uh, since uh, Splatoon 3 launched. That's going to happen September 23rd to September 20th, uh, 25th. So that's cool right there. Then we got a nice little pleasant surprise because I was a fan of the first game, man. Square Enix offered up uh, Octopath Traveler 2. I was not expecting a sequel to this. I thought they were trying to get away from this game just because, like, after Octopath came Triangle Strategy. And then they focused their efforts on uh, Live Alive. And I know at some point they're going to do Dragon Quest, uh, I think, 3. So I did not expect a sequel to Octopath, but hey, it's it's coming February 24th, 2023. I'm super excited about this one. Um, I enjoyed the first game a ton. I just played the demo for Live Alive, so I'm going to eventually pick that up because I really did enjoy the demo. So, yeah, uh, damn, this is a standout for me. I love it. Up next, we got uh, Fae Farm, Spring 2023. Okay. 
Uh, then we got a uh, theater rhythm final bar line. So this is the Final Fantasy game of the night. Uh, also, you know, big Final Fantasy fan. And this game is a rhythm music game, kind of like in the vein of Guitar Hero, but obviously not with instruments. But they are celebrating the 35th anniversary of Final Fantasy as a whole by putting this game out. And it's apparently there's like the base game has like 300 something tracks. But if you get like the premium editions and stuff, you could end up with over 500 tracks. And, you know, they showcase some of the tracks. One Winged Angel. <clears throat> of course, that's a big one. Um, Suteki Dene from Final Fantasy X. That's another big one. I'm going to get this because I have the 3DS theater rhythm and I enjoyed it a ton. So this is a no brainer for me. And uh, they even said that after launch, they're going to add songs from the Saga series, the Nier series, Octopath series, and Live Alive. So that is just super cool, man. I'm really uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. This is the game I didn't know I needed, but I want now. <laughs> um, after that, they went into more of... Um, they showed off more Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. That's coming out October 20th. Oh, sorry. By the way, Theater Rhythm, that's February 16th. But October 20th... Uh, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Uh, there's going to be a gold edition to where you can um, you get like exclusive gold weapons or something. I don't know. But anyway, I'm, I'm already sold on this game. Big fan of the first one. I loved it. And um, this is a this is just a no brainer to me like this. I was going to get this the minute I saw it last year or whenever it was shown. So just a nice little. Um, what can I say? Just reassurance, I guess, on my part. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely get this. After this, uh, Rune Factory 3 Special got uh, got shown. That's 2023. And then they also said that a new Rune Factory series is in development. Um, so that's cool. And then, uh, damn, they did something I was not expecting. They showed off more N64 games. They said, no, we're not done. More is coming. And I really didn't expect it because I was pretty convinced that uh, we were going to get some kind of new library. Probably the Game Boy. But that is not the case. The games that they showed for the N64... Pilot Wing 64, Mario Party, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2, 1080 Snowboarding, Excite Bike 64, and then they finally showed this game, which has been rumored for a long, long time, GoldenEye for the N64, apparently with online support. And I also want to say that Xbox is also getting this, this game. But for some reason on Xbox, there is no online support, at least not at launch. So that's very, very interesting. Definitely a deal between Nintendo and Microsoft got worked out. And that this kind of, I guess, is what transpired. So very cool. If you grew up with GoldenEye, you're going to get a chance to play that again with your friends. I'm, I'm down. I'm probably going to play with Chris, honestly. <laughs> um, after that, we got Various Daylight from Square Enix. That's coming out later today. Factorio, October 28th, a game called Ib, Spring 2023, and then Jesus Christ Nintendo, give it up already, Mario Strikers Battle League getting a second update, Jesus Christ Almighty, um, they showed off Pauline and Diddy Kong as new characters coming to the game, they showed off a new stadium and they showed off some new gear, listen, I think Mario Strikers Battle League, I still stand by the fact that there's a good core game in there. Like, it's, it's good. It's just bland, it's boring, and there's nothing to do. That's the problem. So unless Nintendo wants to release a new single-player mode, or just modes in general, and fix the actual game, then that would be fantastic. But as of now, I think I'm out. Like, I might check in 
with this game once the whole roster is out everything is out all these extra dlcs that they're doing once that's all out maybe i'll check it out again just to you know one last hurrah but honestly man like they need to just call it quits shift your focus somewhere else because this is just not popping um after that atelier rise of three that's february 24th uh mario kart 8 deluxe booster pass wave three that's coming out this holiday they showed off uh mary mountain and peach garden which looks fantastic uh peach gardens from the ds game that was a really good one back in the day so i'm excited um eight courses in that thing just like the other ones uh, after that, they showed Nintendo Switch Sports, the the golf update. I didn't know that this game didn't have golf yet, but that's coming this holiday. So it got delayed because I think golf was supposed to come out uh, before that. But they showed it off and, um, you know, it's kind of disappointing. That game should have been more complete than this, in my opinion, but it is what it is. After that, the man himself, Shigeru Miyamoto, um, came on the screen and I, I used to get excited for Shigeru, but now it's like, I'm kind of just expecting Mario movie talks and Super Nintendo World, and that's all great, but like, you know, the man's clearly moved on. <laughs> but anyway, he did come on to talk about the Mario movie, says it's a, you know, they're 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 in the final stages of that, whatever that means, and Super Nintendo World uh, opening in California, also the final stages of that. He then went on for way too long about Pikmin Bloom the the mobile game that they have where it's kind of like pokemon go you walk around but instead of catching pokemon you plant flowers look that's nowhere near as intriguing as catching pokemon but i digress and then uh you know i he he went on and on and i'm like this would be the biggest blue balls if he does not talk about the thing that's been you know rumored to be coming out for years like since the wii u but he did not blue ball us. He re- he revealed that uh, Pikmin 4 is coming out in 2023. I thought this game would have been out this year, if anything, when I saw it. Like, just because it's been rumored to be finished for years. But I guess they need a little more time or this is just strategic planning with uh, what else is coming out. That's fine. But Pikmin 4 is coming out. So that's really cool. Um, my wife's a big fan of that. She, I'm going to tell her that. And she's, uh, yeah, she's going to be uh, delighted. Just Dance 2023, I don't care. Harvestella demo out today. The save carries over. Harvestella, so are you a trend that I'm um, trying to to depict, I guess? What is up with these farming simulator JRPG things? What the fuck is happening here? There's like 10 of them in this direct like they're all the same harvestella does look a little more different because it's more defined like the character models and stuff but a lot of these is just farming simulators like go farm here go farm there and then at night go kill monsters and i don't understand this trend i really don't and they all look the same to me none of these companies are doing me any favors or doing themselves any favors i mean um by doing this like it's just there's no variety here nintendo released about 50 games in this presentation and 25 percent of them were fucking farm simulator jrpgs i i don't understand it is so bizarre it's it's very odd anyways harvestella demo out right now bayonetta 3 got shown october 28th then a game called um rain code i dug the aesthetic of this but i'm not really my thing that's coming out spring 2023 and then, uh, here's a slap in the face. Resident Evil games coming to Switch. Well, kinda, sorta. Cloud versions. You guys like cloud versions? We got all kinds of cloud versions. You son of a bitch. Uh, October 28th, Resident Evil Village. 
The demo is out today, and the DLC is coming out December 2nd. Again, it's a cloud version. Then, if you like that cloud version, we got more cloud versions. Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake. That's coming out this year on cloud. So, if you like cloud versions, there you go. After that, though, I was pleasantly surprised. Sifu. Sifu is coming out November 8th for the Switch. I was, I don't know why in my head, I just thought that's going to be Sony exclusive forever. But nah, Sifu's coming to the Switch. I'm excited. Um, I'm probably going to listen to reviews before I make a decision on where to buy it now because I, I was going to buy it on PlayStation. But uh, yeah, this kind of, this will put me on hold a little bit. So there you go. After that, they finally showed off, uh, or not finally, they've showed this before, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. They finally gave a release date of December 13th. Ryan's really happy. One of my most anticipated games of the year. Uh, they also said that there was a new trailer right after the Direct that they put out, and it looks amazing. I love every uh, everything I've seen so far, so yeah, I'm really excited about that one. Then we got Radiant Silver Gun. That's out today. Nice little shoot 'em up from... Uh, from, uh, is it Sega? I forget. But it's a prequel to, or a precursor to Ikaruga, apparently, which is pretty cool. Um, after that, they showed Endless Dungeon coming out in 2023. Then, oh man, this was a nice little surprise. Just because I've always been interested in playing this game, and I, I was never able to get it as a kid. But, now, this might be, you know, possible. Tales of Symphonia Remaster, that's coming out early next year. I am super excited for that. For some reason, that game, I've always been, like, intrigued by its art style and stuff, so I, I, I just never, you know, pulled the trigger on it, even as an adult now. Uh, and back then, I just never got it. But, yeah, like, I'm I'm down. I'm gonna get this. I think it's finally, um, finally time I play that thing. And, uh, here's another sleeper hit right here. Nah, not sleeper hit, but definitely something that wasn't talked about. People weren't expecting it, especially because there's been about three games... With, of the series already? Well, this will be the third game. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Oh my god. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Kirby came out, uh, this game came out on the Wii, so this is gonna be a remaster of it. And that's coming out February 24th next year. Um, damn, if you're a Kirby fan, you are super happy this year. Like, you got Kirby's Forgotten Land, you just got Kirby's Dream Buffet, and now you're getting Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Three, I think, solid games. Forgotten Land I actually really enjoyed. Um, uh, yeah, damn, more Kirby. They're really pushing Kirby. It's crazy. I think Kirby and um, Fire Emblem and Xenoblade are trying... Like, they're the new, like, Nintendo... Like, not not faces of Nintendo, but they're definitely the up-and-comers. Like, they're definitely the, uh, the ones that are getting more attention now. And, you know, it's cool. Out of the three, I'm definitely more of a Kirby fan than the other two. Uh, so I'll, I'll be getting this, but, uh, yeah, I don't think anyone was expecting that. And then, the grand finale. They finally showed The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. They showed a little bit of gameplay, just a snippet. But they finally revealed the title. It is gonna be called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It is gonna be so weird not having to call it Breath of the Wild 2 anymore, but I'm relieved. Tears of the Kingdom sounds like a badass name, uh, but from honestly, from what they showed, like, there's not really much I can talk about here that would indicate anything. Like, I still, we're, we're still in the dark about this game. I can't really tell what's going on. You got Link, you know, there's like new ways of traversal is basically what, what I saw. 
and um, they revealed the title, which I'm, I'm, I'm honestly grateful for. But a cool thing that they did also was after the title reveal, they uh, revealed the release date, May 12th, 2023. It could easily get delayed again. I hope not, but that sounds like a pretty solid title or a solid date. So uh, I actually do believe it. it'll probably come out on that day. So. And that was it. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom closed off the show, and that was obviously the best, um, like, the most exciting news for me. But I gotta say, overall, I think the Direct was just mid. It was okay. It was nothing special at all. Um, people were expecting a lot of things that were glaringly omitted here. Like, let, let me tell you, uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. That was, that was like, 98% confirmed to be in this didn't happen the zelda blowout that was supposedly going to happen twilight princess and wind waker uh, double pack that was not shown here at all um so that didn't happen talks about f-zero gx that would have been awesome but it didn't happen and then i i also heard metal gear solid was getting like some kind of remakes and remasters like that was that was a long shot right there like we're talking about konami here we're not talking about uh <laughs> anyone that uh, is current with the times so Man, uh, if those things were in there, this would have been direct of the year or direct of all time, whatever. Uh, best director in the world, but they weren't. And what what we got instead was a couple cool titles, a couple cool surprises, and a lot of farming simulators. That's what this this was. Um, it's you know people are pretty negative overall about this. I think that you just need to take it as it comes and enjoy what they put out it's you know you're not going to get a banger every time if, if it's a banger every time then your expectations are just too high honestly um i think that the direct overall was okay i'm not going to say it was bad but they definitely showed what they had to show a couple cool little surprises there and remember there's there's more games coming out that we don't know there's always more games coming out so don't stress everything's gonna be cool and uh, i'm excited for breath of the wild too or i mean tears of the kingdom god damn it i did it already Okay, and then over on the Sony PlayStation side of things, they put out a 25-minute direct, or state of play, sorry. And, uh, you know, I didn't expect much because I found out about it late, but I also don't really know what to expect. I mean, I would have loved to see Spider-Man 2 and maybe the Wolverine game and stuff like that, but I think it's just kind of too early for that, so I didn't expect much. Um, but here's what we got. The show opened with Tekken 8, and I gotta say, I'm not a Tekken guy. I definitely play Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter more than Tekken, but this looked, it, it was just a CGI trailer, but it looked fantastic. Like, I could tell it's going to look amazing, even when it's actual gameplay, because the effects, the, the way the fighters looked, like, it just looked incredible. So I might actually check out Tekken 8, honestly. It uh, looked really, really cool. After that, they talked about some Star Wars stuff um, for PlayStation VR 2. Man, this PlayStation VR 2 stuff, I swear to God. I, I'm still, like, trying to think about how much this is going to be. Um, like, like really, like, I'm, I'm honestly expecting, like, $500. <laughs> Maybe $600, actually, if you live in Canada. Um, it's it's pretty crazy, honestly. And after that, they showed, like, a interactive board game, I, I'll call it. Like, it's... Uh, 
it, it's a it's also a VR game called Demio, but it's like you're actually rolling dice and you see what's happening on the board. You're kind of in it. It looks pretty cool, pretty interactive. After that, Sega finally uh, you know showed up with something. <laughs> I don't know if they showed up with anything in the direct, but uh, man. I, a couple times in this state of play, thought that we got, like, a Ghost of Tsushima spinoff or, like, a sequel or a prequel or something, but that wasn't the case. I guess Samurai games are just the ish right now. Like, it is just the thing to do. So, um, I'm not complaining because I loved Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, this one looks really cool. So, this is a Japan ex exclusive. It never came out uh, stateside, but now it's coming. And it is called uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, which I... Don't know if it's a Yakuza spin-off. I mean, it might be, but, um, you know, because of the Like a Dragon title and it's uh, Sega and all that. But that's coming out February 2023 on PS5 and PS4, so there's something to look out for. Um, after that, they showed a bit of Hogwarts Legacy. I didn't really care for this showing, to be honest. Um, it, it is what it is with this, but I thought the first ever grand like showing that they did for this game was really impressive but this kind of didn't make me excited at all like i was just kind of like okay well i know it's coming no matter what they show from here on out it's kind of like just not going to impress me but uh, i am a little concerned that it's coming out for ps4 still it's uh hmm. i don't want it to be to be dragged back i was actually kind of looking forward to it and we got a release date of february 10th so there you go after that, new studio, Ironwood Studios, finally uh, showed off their game called Pacific Drive. And from what it looks like is you drive... At first, I thought this was a Back to the Future game. I thought you were driving a DeLorean, but uh, that's not the case. Then I thought it was a Ghostbusters game because I thought it was the Ecto-1. That's also not the case. Uh, but you're driving the, you know, I don't know what the car is called, but one of those, one of those old cars. And... You're just driving through, like, bad weather, a bunch of crap is happening on your drive, and it's literally just a game about driving and getting through your environment, I guess, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, we'll see how that does. I'll keep an eye on that. After that, they went into the PlayStation Stars program. I do not give a fuck about PlayStation Stars. I don't give a shit about NFTs when it comes to video games. Get that shit away from me. After that, they, uh, they showed this interesting game with uh, these mechs that kind of... You know, they, they're exploring planets. Gives gives me, like, No Man's Sky energy, for sure. And uh, it's called Sin Duality. Um, you know, not my kind of game, but it looks pretty cool. Looks pretty nice. That's coming out 2023, which is, uh, you know, 2023 is shaping up to be a crazy year, honestly. And then a game that I forgot about that I was hyped up about before, uh, but they showed it off again. Project Eve. Project Eve looks super dope. I really like how fast it is. Um, I like the character models. I like the... Like, it just looks super pretty. And the story's pretty intriguing. All Japanese trailer. I wonder if there's going to be an English dub of this game. I'm not sure. Um, there was subtitles. But, uh, yeah, it, it just looks super dope. I think I'm definitely going to get this. Project Eve. And we also got the, uh, the last... Or the final name of it. It's not actually going to be called Project Eve. It's called Stellar Blade. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, PlayStation 5 console exclusive, so there you go. PS5 winning. Uh, 2023 for that one. After that, we uh, they showed us another um, Samurai game. This one I was convinced was a Ghost of Tsushima like, spin-off. Because even the main character kind of looked like Jin from uh, Ghost, but it wasn't. Uh, this is Team Ninja's offering. It's called... Um, oh, what's it called? The Ron it's uh, Rise of the Ronin. My bad. Rise of the Ronin. But... This is interesting. 2024. I really... 
I am not down with that at all. Like, why do you have to do this? Interesting point that I, I heard was they added this because this would elevate the count of games to 10 games. That's interesting. But again, I didn't need to see this. Like, it looked cool. I'm going to probably check it out because it looks like Ghost. And right now I'm on like a samurai kick with video games. I, I'm totally open to them. But I, it's, you didn't need to show this yet. Straight up. And after that, they finally uh, showed off I what I think is a proper trailer, gameplay trailer for this game. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Loved the first one. The first one was an experience like no other, I gotta say. And uh, I was pretty, you know, into the idea of a sequel. So uh, here it is. It's coming this year. Uh, they opened the trailer off actually by showing a PlayStation 4 controller or PlayStation 5 controller, which I thought that was how they were going to end the show. And I was just super, I was ready to just grill this whole thing. <laughs> but, uh, that's not what happened. Uh, they did show the controller, but then they went into gameplay trailing or trailing a gameplay trailer. Ryan trailing is not a damn, uh, word that you use right now, but, um, it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. There's definitely some areas that just look fantastic in this game. The use of color uh, and like the shading and even the way like the weapons like the 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 uh, the effects of the weapons like the fire and flames that come out and you put in contrast with the environments like I think it looks phenomenal. I'm really excited for this now. Uh, when I saw this trailer, I got hyped up. Easily the best thing that they showed here tonight. Uh, and we got a release date of November 9th, 2022, for PS5 and PS4. So it's coming out this year. Pre-order it now. And that is how Sony closed off the presentation. So yeah, that was uh, Sony State of Play and Nintendo's uh, Nintendo Direct. Who won? Who had the better presentation? Honestly, Nintendo definitely went for a uh, uh, quantity over quality with this one. Just too many games that look similar. I honestly can't tell them apart. Like, it's just ridiculous. The the amount of farm simulator games is just crazy. I think there was even a point where there was a, a, a two of them back to back, which is just insanity to me. But besides that, you know, showing off a new Fire Emblem, showing off a Kirby remaster, finally revealing the new Zelda title. Like, I gotta say, just because I'm a huge Zelda fan and I connect more with those IPs, I think Nintendo definitely, you know, brought more to the table when it comes to what I'm interested in. But I can't deny that the state of play definitely felt like a better use of my time. I didn't need to sit down and watch 40 minutes of farming simulators. I didn't. But I did. And I got a couple kicks out of it uh, when it came to everything else. But overall, I felt disappointed by the fact that it was just farming simulators over and over and over again. Every couple, you know, minutes. But it is what it is. Um, the state of play definitely respected my time a little more. They showed off things that like Tekken 8 that I, I, I'm intrigued by. Project Eve, which I, or what's it called now, Stellar Blade. I was intrigued by that last year. So I'm, you know, it looks even better now. I'm definitely in it. God of War Ragnarok, that's a great way to end it. I was a fan of the first game. I'm definitely going to get the second game. And uh, the two samurai games that they showed have my attention. So I don't know. I honestly think when it boils down to just content, the state of play was better. But I have that Nintendo bias with Zelda, so I'm going to say Zelda's better. But honestly, you know what? Bias aside, fuck that. The state of play was better today. Uh, Nintendo just, it could have been, they could have taken um, 
the Nintendo IPs of the Direct and made a Direct Mini, and that would have been so much better than what they gave us today. Um, I don't know. And then maybe sprinkle in uh, maybe the Metroid remake if that's real, or maybe the F-Zero GX port, like a little extra extra, and that would have been a fire-ass Direct, and I think they would have uh, gotten a better reception from people than what they got tonight. Um, so, yeah. But this just goes to show you guys, you got to have your expectations in line. You know, take the rumors with a grain of salt. Do not bank on these rumors, man. You're going to get disappointed. I'm telling you guys. And I'm a victim of it, too. When it comes to an actual, uh, you know, franchise that I really, really care about, I might start getting way too ahead of myself. But, you know, I've learned. I've been burned a lot. (laughs) So, um, no, it is what it is. I remember there was a text. um, I told Chris that uh, usually, so tonight, it's, it's a Tuesday night. Usually we record uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air tonight. And I texted Chris saying, hey, let's move it because I think I should uh, drop a game flow because there's going to be presentations. And he's like, bro, Zelda 2 is not going to get revealed. And when it got revealed, I, I took a picture of the screenshot of the uh, I screenshotted the uh, the title and I sent it to him and I said, eat it. And he was laughing. So, uh, you know, it's just I, I wasn't expecting Breath of the Wild 2 tonight, but the fact that I got it made me very, very happy. And that's what I'm saying. Don't expect things. It, it only goes up from there. It, it, it's only positivity from there. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for me tonight. Um, you know, two presentations to pretty much uh, map out the rest of the, the year going into next year. But, uh, yeah, tell me what you guys thought. Email us at podcastfresh2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram uh, at podcastfresh. Follow us on Twitter, podcastfreshto. Uh, follow myself on my personal at official underscore acapello and even follow uh, Mr. Torres over there at Torres Unlimited. Um, you know, guys, you know the routine. We got plenty of shows, this show being very video game focused. But if you want a, a blend of both personalities with me and Chris, uh, we got the podcast Fresh Cafe where we talk movies, gaming, and just, you know, most things pop culture. Uh, Chris has the last wrestling podcast. He does a great job over there trying to break down, uh, you know, the current situation with WWE and AEW usually. And, uh, you know, the, whenever there's a big pay-per-view, he talks about it. He does a great job there. Honestly, when I miss wrestling, that's what I listen to to get uh, caught up. So great job from the, the Torres man over there. And, uh, yeah, the new Fresh Prince of Bel-Air usually every week. We're currently on season five. We just started uh, with episodes one and two. So episodes three and four should be out soon. Um, So, yeah, guys, with that, I bid you guys farewell. Have a good night and stay fresh. Fresh.